welcome back to the More Life Podcast. Today's episode topic is health and wellness. Let me just say before we start, I just downed a whole large shopper's coffee, so I'm absolutely buzzing here. And Matt, he, I know he just listened to the first three songs of Scary Hours, the new Drake album, so I'm sure he's ready to go as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, boys, absolutely. So anyways, contrary to popular beliefs, health and wellness is not just working out and, and nutrition. It's a lot more than that. So getting it started, Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about, more about health and wellness? Yeah, so uh, what we're doing today is we're going to split it up into kind of six categories here. So we have the physical aspect, the emotional, social, spiritual, intellectual, and occupational. And throughout these six sections here, we're going to go through different scenarios and kind of give an example of what would be maybe a healthy versus unhealthy uh, decisions in, in those sections. So starting off here with physical, um, I feel like when people, when people think of physical health, they kind of just think of like flexibility, strength, nutrition. But I mean, why is that? Why is that not? I'm going to go back and start with this. Is I think this is like a stereotypical, when someone says health, you think of this category. Like you said, the flexibility, the strength. The eating, uh, it can even include uh, sleep schedules and stuff. And this is, you know, the the main thing everyone thinks of. And it, I mean, all these elements have like an equal value, I would say. This is just a big one. And getting to this one, I mean, it's very important. Um, obviously, what we eat, what we put into our bodies, and how often we exercise, all these things, how often we sleep. Uh, if you listen to the sleep episode, you know how oh, yeah. important sleep can be. Great. All those different oh, yeah. stages. So, uh, you know, this is an extremely important category, and uh, I feel like maybe people, in my opinion at least, maybe on the nutritional aspect, maybe aren't as knowledgeable as um, we should be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people, like, I feel like diet in American culture is, like, so bad just because all the fast foods out there, McDonald's, they got Burger King. I mean, they're all they're all on the street. Plus, it's, it's less expensive, too, so there's much easier accessibility in that Category. I mean, of course, you got to get your McDonald's spray there because that just it's different. <laughs> but at the same time, you definitely got you definitely got to eat healthy for sure. I mean, why do you think why do you think people eat healthy or eat unhealthy? That well, I, I think it's really it, it boils down to a couple things. I think the people around you play a big role. If you and your if your family or your friends or just like the people you're around are you know eating McDonald's every day, you're going to eat McDonald's every day. It's just it's just the way it works. I think and uh, I think time has a play to do with it. So if you you know work late, you get out of work at 8 o'clock at night, you don't know, you, you can't go home and make dinner. You gotta, you know, stop through the drive-thru. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, I mean, like, when you're, when you're coming off of work, you're all tired and stuff, like, that $5 shamrock shake and chicken sandwich is a lot, like, a lot easier to do than make a nice sushi dinner, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I mean, that's just how it is. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I think food is definitely an important thing that um, we should probably be a little more knowledgeable about. In uh, America, at least. Yeah. The other thing that's ring off is that the cost of nutritious food. I mean, if you go to the, if you go to the grocery store, the vegetables and healthy sections of the store are much cost much more than let's say like the cereal aisle or like random like uh, takeout stuff. You know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, you know, I work in a grocery store, so I I definitely see those prices uh, jump up all the time, and it's crazy to see. But uh, you know, there there's a way around it, and you know, if you buy everything that's um, not prepped already, like you buy it and you like cut everything up yourself and you do all that. It it is still more expensive, but definitely not as much damage done. Yeah, we just make it hard. I think we make it hard for ourselves because, like our country, we say, "Oh, we gotta eat healthy. We gotta eat healthy. Prioritize your body." But at the same time, we make these prices like much higher for better food. So it makes it hard for families who, let's say, have a lower income to survive in that way. You know, definitely. Yeah. So staying in this section here, uh, exercise. How do you feel? 
How important is exercise, do you think? Oh, I think it's extremely important. I think the main reason why that is is because if you exercise consistently and on a daily basis where you're improving your body, I mean, that has so many trickle-down effects. I mean, for example, when you exercise, first of all, you feel good. It releases endorphins into your brain, and which are those feel-good chemicals that make you feel accomplished and satisfied. And then also, it affects the other systems your body, like the immune system, helps your brain function. It just, exercising has a trickle-down effect to the whole rest of your body, and Helps you perform better as an individual overall. Definitely, I agree. And uh, do you have an idea of why someone wouldn't be like motivated to exercise? Yeah, I think there's a few different reasons. I mean, one of them is which which you already mentioned about the food aspect was time. So like some people, let's say like, oh, I don't have time to exercise or I can't do this. But at the same time, I mean, getting up and doing jumping jacks or doing push-ups or squats, anything like that is better than doing nothing, in my opinion. Definitely. I mean, yeah. Another thing is, is people may not like feel good. For example, not feel good, but I mean, like they may not be confident in their body, and they're they don't they don't they might not know where to start. Like someone's very overweight and they feel like they can't move as well as others. They may not feel, uh, let's say, confident enough to go to the gym and work out the same and see people who are, let's say, much stronger and and can lift reps with much higher weight than they can. You know? Yeah, definitely. I think when it comes to exercise too, the important thing is kind of making it like incorporating it into a hobby. So like. That could be yoga. It could be playing a sport. I know for me personally, I like to play soccer. So even in the wintertime, you know, there's indoor leagues and stuff where it keeps you motivated to, you know, stay in shape. You have it at least once a week. It's those kind of things I think are important to help with the motivation aspect of uh, staying in shape. Exactly. As long as you're moving by your body in any way, like that's got to be helpful. Like even if it's not a sport, it could be like dancing or like doing yoga or something like that or kind of like a relaxing practice and it could be a good hobby for you, you know? Definitely. And uh, I don't think we should get into sleep too much. I would recommend the, the listeners to uh, go to the sleep episode. Oh, yeah. Great, great episode. That's a phenomenal episode. It's criminally underrated, honestly, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It doesn't yeah. have nearly as many views as it should. I mean, we got to listen to that for sure. Yeah, we did a spectacular job on that. Oh, yeah, of course. Moving on to the next category, I want to get into emotional because I feel like with kind of the whole mental health becoming more prevalent in our society, it's definitely an important category of overall wellness. Definitely. Yeah, no, mental health has been a huge thing the last 10 years. You've seen it with depression and things like that. More attention, more eyes have been on uh, this topic. Um, so, yeah, emotional deals with that. It deals with um, optimism, uh, maybe even dealing with stress, all these things. Kind of what just goes on in the, the mental state of our daily lives. I, I guess I want to hear, do you think uh, this is more important, in your opinion, than physical, let's say? I do, yeah. Just because I think... If your attitude is consistently down and in a state where it's hard to be productive, then that's going to affect like everything else in your life. Like if you're not there mentally or you're not present in the situation fully, that's going to have a trickle down effect to everything in your day. I mean, I'll just give an example for myself. For my PC class last week, we had this thing where it was like inter- interpersonal development type thing where we had to watch a video about a person who had multiple com- comorbidities like COPD, anxiety. He had phys- or heart problems. He had smoking problems, and the moderator asked us what the most important thing about his health was, or most, the thing you want to improve the most. And I say it's anxiety, just because I feel like if you don't uh, truly believe in, like, your treatment plan, if you're, like, that patient, then I don't know how that's going to, like, affect, like, the rest of your biases. Because if you believe in that mind-body connection, then I think that has a tremendous impact on, like, his treatment and what he has going forward. Definitely. I can, I can agree with that, and I see where you're coming from. I, I know... Just as an example, let's say someone's trying to gain weight or maintain weight or even lose weight. 
the mind is where it starts. If you don't have your mind in the right place, you're just not even going to get to the next step. Exactly. You're just going to be stuck in that constant, well, I'm not going to get better. I'm not going to try. I know. It's like, it's like if the mind can use, yeah, the mind is like pretty much the main factor in what you think you can and can't do. If you don't fully believe in what you're doing, then you're kind of limiting your, your potential in whatever you're doing in that regard. Yeah, and I want to point out with this one, too, is uh, we, we talked a little bit out about this on the confidence uh, episode where, you know, you kind of keep telling yourself that you're going to do something or keep telling yourself that you are something and that eventually you're going to, like, manifest that. Like, you're going to become that or do better at that. Um, I, I think that plays a role into this this category, too. Exactly. And uh, definitely recommend the listeners, again, to listen to that episode oh, course, if they haven't. Yeah. But yeah, emotional mental health is obviously a huge part of wellness. I mean, if you're not fully uh, present in your situations and you feel like there's always something distracting you and playing a part in your life that has like a negative negative connotation, then obviously you only you won't you won't be able to perform the other aspects of health, which we'll get into soon. Yeah, so this even deals with uh I would say a lot of people deal with burnout. Uh, I don't know if people are familiar with that, but you're just like working and working and working and you essentially just burn out. I think it's definitely important for people to take, uh, I know this is kind of a new term in society, but a mental health day where you take a day to just, you know, chill out, not do much. And I think that's going to be important for people. Yeah. I feel like people overall, like we're constantly stressing the importance of productivity and getting things done and being as, being your best self every day. But if you don't have those mental health days and you're not really prioritizing your mental side of things, there's no way you can be uh, your best every day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, a trend that we're seeing so far in all these categories, and I'm sure we're going to continue to see going forward, is our society is very fast-paced. Like, everything's go, 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 go. And I think that's the reason why we're lacking in all these categories sometimes. Not we, but, you know, people in general because of that. Oh, yeah. Like, you mentioned go, go, go. I mean, that kind of leads right into the next aspect of wealth, occupational. I feel like we spend so much time at our jobs that if we're not at least enjoying them or finding a purpose in our jobs, then we're definitely not getting that aspect of wellness up to where we should be, right? Definitely. Yeah. Occupational is huge because, you know, you all, you always want to you know, go to work, make money and, you know, working overtime, bringing home that money, extra money is going to be great. But, uh, if you're doing that on a consistent ba- basis, you know, work-life balance is a huge thing. And if your life is constantly work and you don't have time to enjoy with friends, family, or even yourself, hobbies, that's going to start taking a toll on your health. Yeah, you definitely need to be like, if you have a job where you're always working, you definitely need to be there enjoying it or working towards something in a way that like you think good things happen. So like if you're like a doctor and you're working 50 hours a week at the clinic like overnights, you either got to love what you do or be like, I'm working toward this. I'm working for my family. And the family part is getting me through that. Like if you're just someone who's like not really fully invested like in their work, for example, I think that's why people may have like, for example, a midlife crisis. I mean, they're like, they've been the same job for a long time. It's not something they're passionate about. And if they're just sick of it, that's going to definitely have a downward effect on their health. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Another thing I want to bring up is, uh, jobs are, that are too taxing on the body. Like, what if someone is like, like working on roofs all day or it's like lifting pallets in the heavy garage all day? Like, that's definitely going to be a bad thing for them for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know you know, but if the listeners don't, I remember, uh, a couple of years ago, we were at Tim Hortons and, uh, it was pretty late at night. We were kind of creeped out by it, but, uh, this old guy comes up to us and uh, he starts talking about pallets and he's like moving those pallets all day, every day. He's like, it takes a toll on your body. He's like, that's why I'd retire. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's definitely severe. That's, a, that's just a, a severe scenario. But yeah, 
I don't think it's that, I don't think he definitely did not have all six aspects of hell where they should be for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, for, I, I'm pretty sure he said, he meant, didn't he mention he got out of a mental, mental institute? I think he did. Yeah. yeah. So he needs to prioritize the mental, emotional head of health and occupational. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I guess that shows like how those two categories are so interconnected. Cause like, if you're not happy with your job, then that's going to affect your emotions and ultimately your wellness. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Another part of a wellness we can get into is the social, community, and environmental factor. And when I first read about this, I kind of took it as like feeling safe and comfortable in the environment. Like, for example, if you live in a bad area of a neighborhood where you don't feel safe going out past night, I feel like that could lead to uh, increased stress levels and ultimately worse health during that time of the day, you know? Definitely. I mean, we know that stress just isn't great for our bodies. It, does, it takes a toll on us uh, mentally and physically. So definitely increased stress levels will, it'll do it to you. And, um, I agree with that. Um, for this category though, I would say friends and relationships too is a big thing. I know nowadays relationships like domestically, there's a lot of domestic abuse, um, things like that, having a toxic relationship, all that stuff is really big nowadays where I think it's important to just keep an eye out for that kind of stuff and just reevaluate things sometimes. Oh yeah. Cause of course you're obviously a component of your environment. Like if your environment is always just negative energy and bring you down, that's not going to be, that's going to have a direct effect on your health. It's just like the savers. Like they're like a terrible team. They've always had this negative energy in the locker room. And of course they suck once again. So yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what is new? What's new, you know? <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I mean like if your relationships and your social circle is not as well as it should be and things are like toxic and not going the way they should, that's obviously going to have a, a big effect on your health because those are ultimately the people you rely on to, Keep you going every day. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, going to the next one here, uh, I have the spiritual section. Now, this one, at first, I was ha- kind of having a troubled time understanding it, but as I'm reading more into it, it made a little more sense. It's basically my kind of like a deep level of thinking, um, more kind of by yourself, I would say, or maybe one person that you're really close to. How important do you think this section is? Uh, it's important. I don't think it's as important as let's say like physical, emotional, mental or mental health, occupational. But I mean, it does have some value. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who who are more spiritual and feel like if they if they have a connection to a higher power, then that can make them feel like their life is more not as much in their hands, and they can make them feel more at peace. I mean, that's why like why they pray and everything. So yeah. I mean, that would make sense in that regard. But also, I think the the aspect of good deeds, like for example, someone donating to charity. Helping out a soup kitchen or even the, the stereotypical, uh, example of helping grandma across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, doing good things often makes you feel better as a person. So I could, I, it's definitely an aspect of wellness, I'd say, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely important to make sure there's a good deed of the day in there. Oh yeah, definitely gotta, you gotta have a good deed of the day in there. I mean, I know we, we both practice that deed all the time. Oh, and, you know, we always strive to have that one deed of the yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, next time you're, let's, next time you're going to Wegmans or some grocery store, like you see a cart in the, you see a cart out in the, in the, uh, the street, bring it in. I mean, why not? There's exactly. No problem at all with that. Even if no one sees it, just do it. Just do it. I mean, there's always somebody watching and make you feel good. Yeah. Exactly. Another part I want to bring up is intellectual. Um, and I think this kind of goes with the importance of individuals being mentally stimulated because I feel like as humans, if we do the same thing every day, all day, like over and over again, we're just, we're not meant for that. We're meant to do new things and grow, try whether it's through the jobs, through new hobbies, um, different life changes. What are your thoughts about that category, Matt? Yeah, we definitely, uh, our minds have this potential that's very large. And I think if we end up doing the same thing every single day 
or even if that's your occupation of doing the same thing every day, it's important to maybe when you clock out, go home and do something, like do something that would stimulate your mind. I mean, that's what we're made for. We're made to keep learning. And I think the, the, the term is lifelong learner. And I, I think a lot of people kind of like, when you get into a career that says you need to be a lifelong learner, uh, I don't know. I think that turns off some people. Like they get scared of that because it means they constantly, it's, I guess it could be like a, a scary term for some people. Um, I don't know why that is, to be honest with you. I think it's important to be a, a lifelong learner and constantly learn new things. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not at this age, obviously, but I feel like sometimes who get to a certain age where let's say like they're 35 or 40 and they've already had kids. They've already got their career settled. They've already married. They kind of feel like they've already like achieved all the big milestones in life. And they kind of like, for example, have may have less motivation to try new things and kind of like shut down their interests. But I would encourage it to be opposite. I feel like if you've accomplished all those things, why not try for more and do more things that are kind of outside your comfort zone and new things that you could love and kind of get more new meaning in your life, you know? Exactly. Yeah, like try skydiving. or Skydiving, uh, yeah. Skiing. I mean, maybe you never tried skiing before. Try skiing. Why not? I mean, why not try skiing? Then you check off that uh, physical aspect of the health. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, I mean, it could be like you could try uh, skiing due to your intellectual being low and then all of a sudden your physical is way up there. I mean... This stuff works together. It's not just one. It's not just one thing being separate. Yeah, we're talking two birds with one stone. Oh, I mean, you got. I mean, if you got that opportunity, you, you can't pass it up. Of course, exactly, exactly. All right. So now that we went over the uh, like all these six sections that we mentioned earlier, we got into them, gave some examples, what's healthy, those things. I want to ask a couple questions and gather your thoughts, give some of my thoughts, and um, go from there. Yeah, so, fire away. <laughs> let's get into it. Why do you think it's important to make healthy decisions and have a healthy lifestyle on a daily basis? Well, I think I kind of wanted to mention this earlier. If you're not making healthy decisions, or at least you're not prioritizing that, then it's going to have a trickle-down effect, and you're going to slowly realize that you'll either feel like tired or you won't feel satisfied with your life and maybe bogged down. Things just won't feel optimal, and your body and mind will be working together in a proficient fashion. Yeah, I agree. I think all these pieces of the pie here they they work interchangeably together to make the wheel spin you know if you're lacking in one of those areas you'll definitely see it and it'll you know it'll happen like i don't know how to explain it like you'll definitely see it in your performance and uh everything you just mentioned pie mat i mean if there's that piece of pie and you like need to have it for your your own good and your home wellness eat that piece of pie man it's not a big deal but at the same time don't have it every day at mcdonald's that'd be that'd be bad that'd be a bad thing don't have the pie every single day yeah you gotta find with all these categories you gotta gotta find the balance and like what works for you and what makes you happy because that's ultimately what this wellness and health is all about exactly and i heard you mention uh prioritizing earlier do you think the united states the citizens do you think health as a priority is slipping away I think it kind of goes both ways because some categories, think about mental health. There's been a big push for the importance of mental health the past five to 10 years to, Definitely. let's say, like Bella's Talk Day and all these other things and speaking out when you're down and reaching out to others who are like, you may have not seen in a while. I think in that regard, it's been severely boosted. But at the same time, like, it's like the pandemic is kind of generally taking a toll on people's mental health because you can't see your friends as much. You don't get to do as many fun things and hobbies you enjoy doing. Like, for example, like, since the pandemic started, like, a lot of hobbies have been shut out because they're not essential. But at the same time, everyone's still going to work or working from home every day. Yeah. So their occupations is like increased. Like they're working as much the same amount, but doing the things they like not as much. So I feel like that's kind of hard to keep your health and wellness good in that status. But at the same time, I mean, we had a lot of off time during that quarantine period, the beginning of March and April. So I guess during that time, it would have been good to try new things and seeing if there's other things that I could 
lead to that increased wellness, but at the same time, I think it kind of goes both ways. Like different aspects may be increasing, but different aspects are increasing. Did yeah. you did you have any thought on that? Yeah, no, uh, I I agree with that. I would say that uh, different aspects are definitely increasing. Like you said, the mental health definitely we've seen a huge increase in that lately in the past couple of years, and um, I would just say. The only thing different is the thing I mentioned earlier with how we're very like go, go constant, you know, you have to go to work, then you have to go home and you got to pick up the kids. Then you got to, you know, it's all these things that people need to do constantly. And then they get home and it's nine o'clock at night and they don't have time for anything. I think uh, that's just the way it is. And there's definitely ways around it, you know, time management, things like that. But uh, yeah, I would say in ways it is and then definitely in ways it's not. I agree. So I, I want to end it on this question here. What do you think we should recommend for someone that's maybe having trouble of obtaining a healthy lifestyle? I would say take a step back and reflect on what you what your attitude is throughout your day. Like, for example, what's your attitude like at work? What's your attitude like when you get home? What things do you enjoy doing? And what things have you made you feel less or worse in the past, let's say, 7 to 10 days or a week? Just because I feel like if you can get a grasp on that, you can know what areas of wellness you need to improve on and where those things could lie. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I think definitely looking at all these different aspects of health um, that maybe not everyone has known about and going through them and just comparing them to your life and seeing where you lack, maybe where you could be better um, and trying to increase that. I think one thing we think about, like here's an example, like let's say like there's like a track runner who's like, who's just started, who's like a senior in college and she wants to be like the best track runner she can. She could be, let's say, eating and cutting out all these bad foods out of their diet and not getting necessary calories and trying to be the perfect athlete for physical and fit nutrition. But at the same time, her her emotional and intellectual categories are way down because she's just focusing on this one thing and it's ultimately bogging her down herself and her performance. I mean, you got to think about all the areas of wellness together. Like, it's, even if you if you try and maximize one area of wellness, that ultimately probably won't lead to overall wellness in a sense. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. There's certain um, categories, obviously, that are more important than others, but definitely there's a couple of them that are just as important as the other one. And if you're lacking in one, your performance is definitely still going to go down. Yeah. So for me, if I would add it on one message, I'd probably just say, try and make it, try and find your own balance where you feel like all of your aspects of wellness are equal and performing to what makes you happy at all Yeah, definitely take it one step at a time. Uh don't take everything on at once because then you'll be really uh, – that'll that'll take a mental toll on you if <laughs> you take everything on at once. So definitely one thing at a time and uh, go from there. I mean, you know, if you have the right friends around you and the right family around you, they'll definitely be supportive and, um, yeah, it'll be good. Oh, yeah, that's a huge support system, obviously. Extremely important for health, like we mentioned earlier. So, Matt, with this, anything you want to add for the listeners? No, I think we covered that all today. Oh, I believe so. I believe we did too. So it's been another episode of the More Life Podcast, Health and Wellness. Thanks for listening. It's also been episode two of season two. So, I mean, that's two episodes down. We got some great ones to go. And yeah, thanks for listening, and we will see you on the next episode.